The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Fear the Rambling Dead, the unofficial Fear the Walking Dead internet radio show, exclusively on PoppyChuloRadio.com. PoppyChulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm your host, Deadly. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Fear the Walking Dead. And later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit AMC series casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. But like we always do, I want to welcome my co-host, coming straight out of the tent city, covered in zombie guts, it's Legionnaire. Hey, what's up, Ramblers? What up, what up? Yeah. All right. She be pregnant with a zombie baby, sniffing that alcohol, it's Deidre. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) What an introduction. Thank you so much. Your baby ain't kicking, girl. It's not kicking. Ooh, yeah, it's a little stillborn zombie bastard in there or something like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, she's fallen for a pirate named Jack. And I'm not talking Jack Sparrow. This is Ashley Michelle. Oh, God. Yay. Hey, guys. <laughs> he doesn't even look like Jack Sparrow, but his name is Jack, right? Ooh, I'll fall for any pirate any day. Ooh. We learned something about Ashley Michelle. <laughs> she takes swab in the deck to a, a whole <laughs> oh nother <my> meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, if you're covered in blood, don't get in his Porsche. It's Poppy Chulo. I know it's the stench and the staining. The <laughs> I, I can't handle it. <laughs> what do you drive? Do you drive a Porsche, Poppy Chulo? I just I see you in a Porsche. I see myself in a Porsche too. It doesn't mean that it's accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I usually have to borrow a Deidre's Porsche. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a Beamer. Ooh, yes, and she does have a Porsche, but she says she says it like Porsche, Porsche, Porsche. No, no, I I barely pronounce the last part of the word. Just Porsche. Just I've always Porsche. wondered that. Is it Porsche or Porsche? Porsche. Or oh, whatever. Porsche. <laughs> it's like Porsche. a whisper. Oros Boros. But that's not this one. We're going to jump into our recap of 204 because this one was titled Blood in the Streets and it aired May 1st, 2016. And here's a little synopsis right here. A family in distress boards the Abigail. Strand branches off and his past begins to emerge. And Nick searches for an associate of Strand. All right, that's just a little synopsis. We're going to get deeper into it, but I want to get everyone's initial reactions to the episode, starting with our pirate lover, Ashton Michelle. Oh, my God. This series is getting so good. So good. 
I love this episode. I love, loved it, loved it, loved it so much. Mm. Especially bringing in our, the back, not backstory, but getting up to our Mexico visit. Very excited for that. Oh, yeah. Deidre, were you excited? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was great. I was so excited. I was just toe-tingling. This is good. Oh, just tell me it's a new writer. Tell me. Just tell me. (laughs) Mm. Yes. Tell her. Tell her something. Did you like the episode? I loved the episode. I thought it was another really strong episode. I feel like the writers have listened to us and they've taken our notes to heart and they've crafted a really strong start to the second season and I'm so excited to see where this goes because it seems to sort of just ramp up each episode and I'm here for it. Oh yeah. Legionnaire, are you here for it? What's happening? I am absolutely here for it. Great, great story, great current story, some excellent backstory. It was all just gave me everything. Yeah, you know what? These characters are giving me everything this time. You know, last year I hated almost everyone. I'm with you. you. Yeah, and I'm, I'm almost in love with everyone now. There's still a couple sour apples in there, but... And you love a pregnant lady. Uh, yeah, I kind of liked her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not give it up to the the bad guys. They were they were some good bad guys. Yeah, mm. one of them was Jesse McCartney. Mm. I heard that. Yes, but I don't that's know who right. He is. Everyone was talking about him. Is he is he a little pop idol or something? He was at one point. He's yeah. more. I, I think he's my generation. I don't think Ash it has ever heard of him. The same guy? No, are you kidding? I know who Jesse McCartney is. Okay, so it's of Ooh. it's Jesse of, McCartney was my childhood. Oh my! It's of Ash and my generation. Okay, Although well, we're he, on the opposite spectrum. Well, he's no Donny Osmond. He's no Donny. Donny Osmond, no. <laughs> but he—he he was leaving, never to come back again. That was his song. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no. Beautiful soul. Are you kidding? Oh my God! He must be so oh minute. When was he? When? Okay, never mind. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I just heard. I'm well, sorry. well, Deidre doesn't follow <laughs> pop culture, so we can give her a pass. Pop culture okay. on demand. Yes, <laughs> that's why Deidre's here, so she can get on demand. All right, guys. Well, let's get deeper into. It. We'll talk about these bad guys and Jesse and and pop pop guys. But before we do that, there are a few <laughs> reminders on how you can interact with the show via social media, Legionnaire. Yes, like us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash The Rambling Dead. Uh, follow the station on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Poppy Chulo Radio. Deidre. Yeah, do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chulo Radio team as an on air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. I think that's how uh, Ashley did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com forward slash archives and search for Fear the Rambling Dead through iTunes. And what do you do, Poppy? Hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Yes, I did this time. And, you know, I was listening to some old episodes or past episodes and I was digging them, guys. I know, because we're all nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 
All right, guys, let's let's get deep, deep, deep into this. And we're in the ocean. It's ocean deep right here. But guess who's mm -hmm. washing up shore? Shirtless, skinny dipping, girl. <laughs> Did you see some? That's how I do mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Did you see Deidre? I yes. Saw little, I saw a little booty. <laughs> I saw some. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and anyway, so Nick, he's washing up. He's got his bag of clothes, supplies tied to his foot. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell who it was right away. Could you guys tell? I didn't know it was. I was a little lost. Yeah. Oh, you knew tell. right away. <laughs> I didn't know. I couldn't tell. Yeah, I, I kind of picked it up right away. Yeah, so he crawls out of the water, collapses into the sand for a moment. Before we see like a helicopter fly over him, so we're like, "What? Mm -hmm. What's going on?" Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that had me a little perplexed. Mm -hmm. And then we see another chopper, and we see a boat not very far away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then Nick he gets all dressed, and he heads on to explore a base camp on the beach. There's tents everywhere, but there's no people. It was, it was no. kind of eerie. And then there's this walker, this stupid walker, man. He's following him. But uh, he's what does he do? He grabs like a water jug or something, right, Poppy? What's he down? Yeah, he was uh, making noise mm -hmm. as if to attract the walker. Yeah. The infected. The infected. Is that what they call him here? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and then there was like a cool thing that said save us or something. Did you see that, Ashley? Save us. Yeah, it was written in the, the sand mm -hmm. like an SOS. Mm -hmm. I really like this scene just because you see the tents. I was just kind of sad because, you know, there was life there at one time. And now it's just, you know, who knows where these people are, if they're mm -hmm. even alive anymore. And uh, anyway, so we don't know what he's doing, but that walker's still following him. And then he gets into uh, tents. And what does he do, Legionnaire? Uh, he gets into uh, a tent and he... I think uh, he ki he kills a walker, doesn't he? I mean, uh, kills an infected. He does. He kills yeah, it's an weird. Infected. Like he gets in there, and then he just kind of brings it up to that the like screen part of the tent. Yeah, he bashes it in the head, and uh, mm -hmm. after he kills it, he uh, he goes back to his 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 previous uh, inspiration of, of rumming himself in the in the zombie guts so that he can oh. make his way unmolested. Now, guys, was this too much for you? My my roommate, who I always watch The Fear of the Walking Dead with, just could not watch it. I can't watch it. I can't look at that. <laughs> it was so good. It was yeah. so good. I Har heard, like, Harley kind of got into it, though. He got into it a little too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> Explain who Harley is, because I don't think you've explained it this season on Fear the Rambling Dead. Explain to the Ramblers. I don't think Ash knows. Who Harley is? Well, Harley is my Harley is my Harley Davidson teddy bear who watches the uh, watches the zombie um, shows with me. <laughs> and he gives me and he provides me with his own input so that I can um, bring my colorful commentary. So his input is very important. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So Nick comes out. I'll come. Yes, listeners, we're that kind of show. <laughs> right. Guys, Nick comes out all covered in blood, looking like Carrie. Who don't you say Carrie from the movie? Yeah, yes, like Carrie. Like Carrie. <laughs> Ash doesn't understand that reference. I've oh, come on! There's Carrie. been so many versions of Carrie. <laughs> Ashley better know Carrie. There's been all kinds of remakes of Carrie, but the first one's still the best, Poppy Chulo. 
Yes, I agree. Sissy Spacek. Spacek. Shout out to and the, John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, hey, there was a dog there too. Did you guys see that dog? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I wanted them to keep the dog. The dog is oh man. <laughs> Imagine if he brought a dog onto the boat. Ooh, Strand would not be happy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Now we go back into the boat. Speaking of the boat, Travis and Madison—they're in the room. And Travis is very upset about Strand cutting the cord to Alex and Jake's boat. By Alex. Yeah, by Alex. And Travis wants to throw Strand overboard. I I saw this coming. They should have been talking about this a long time ago, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. DJ, were you happy that he had his balls for that moment? <laughs> no, he didn't have his balls. He gave it back to her, like, at some point in time. Because he had that look on his face that he didn't have. You know, he gets that look, like... What do we do now? <laughs> Which way do we go? Which way do we very go? Very much, very much. Yes. So you could tell he was no longer in possession of his ball. She had. But Madison, she's all of a sudden like a, in the Strand group because she's like, no, we need him and what he has to offer. And Travis is a little skeptical, but Madison reminds Travis that Strand has not lied yet, guys. A little, a little sketchy, but he's not lied. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been forthcoming, but he has not lied. All right, now we see uh Chris and Ophelia sitting in uh on the deck. <laughs> sitting in a tree. What were they talking about, Ashley? This is this was a little too much love for me to remember, but they were talking about their past relationships. Mm-hmm. And how long they had lasted and all that nice teenage angst stuff. Yeah. But is Ophelia even teenage? She doesn't look very teenage. No, and he she is looks, jailbait. Yeah, Ophelia looks <laughs> like in her 30s. She looks kind of old. I mean, 30's I not think, old, but she looks old And he's like him. 16. I don't think 15. they're digging on each other, and I think he was lying through his teeth because I think whatever he said that woman's name was was a cover for a guy. I just don't see it. Ooh. <laughs> don't be throwing so, him in that camera. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm serious. You don't, you don't think Maria Santos is real? Oh, yeah. I was that her name? Was it was Mario. funny. He pulled that name. He pulled yeah. that name out of the air. Like, <laughs> I was watching that, and when he said the name, I know I was like, You mean Mario? Oh, no. not Mario. <laughs> <laughs> no. He was not telling the truth. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> No, I, that's no. That's just me. No, it's Mario. Uh, so Ophelia, she's like assures them that there's more girls on this planet, Poppy. Like her. there are, but he's like, when are we gonna find yeah. them? <laughs> They're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Oh well, guess what? Here comes one right now. But she's pregnant. Oh no, she's pregnant. She's on a small boat, and. uh and they start coming like all quick towards the boat. Almost so quick, like Chris didn't even have time to think, but he did pull out his gun. Should I shoot him? Yeah, yeah. Oh Sh- should I shoot him? <laughs> Someone tell me, should I shoot him? That was so. Man! It's like, you dink. <laughs> <laughs> should I shoot the pregnant one? <laughs> Do I gotta shoot her twice? <laughs> did, did you notice those people just came on board just a little too comfortable? They were just yes. Like, oh. It's like <laughs> I was like, so okay. bad. The way y'all just the way they just ran up on there I was like uh uh-uh. uh. 
Yeah, no, no, no. You know, I mean, not even they didn't even do a a Travis like hello, hello. Right. Oh yeah, that's a Travis. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was a problem to begin with. I oh my, I I hated Madison. Oh, I hated Madison. She wasn't even there. She wasn't. <laughs> what the hell? She was there. In that a was minute. Ophelia. No, Madison shows up in a minute, which is why I don't like Madison. Yeah, and she just like took her straight down below. It's like, girl, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, it wasn't oh, okay. Oh, pregnant lady. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, because Strand just sat there, you know, earlier the day before, and he just like axed the poor girl's line, you know, in the little, you know, boat, just cutting her loose. And now here she comes, and she's like, "Let me just walk you through." I'm gonna show you, give you a little tour before we get you cleaned up and everything. This is where this is. This is where that is. Oh God, almighty. Mm -hmm. She should have just stayed on the deck with the woman. I mean, just. I mean, it's so clear. They should have learned by now. You can't trust anybody, and isn't that what Strand has been saying? Yes. You can't yes. trust these people out there. She you just don't know who's out there. It's a new world. Exactly. Like, so. Um, Strand, sorry to jump in, guys. But Strand, he's springing into action, and uh, <laughs> or at least trying. He's bringing he's out trying. the window. <laughs> he realizes that uh, homie Daniel fucked his his gun up, took part of it. What is that part called, Poppy? I don't know my guns. I don't know the, either. He, he, uh, he took the cartridge for the rifle. The cartridge. The clip. The clip. The clip. Yeah, the clip. clip. All right, the clip or the magazine, oh, okay. as uh, it's a bigger gun, as Ash said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bigger gun, magazine. And then even Alicia, she's I, I like Alicia in this episode because she, I don't know, I liked her right away because she was kind of curious, like, well, what, what's going on? Who the hell is this pregnant girl? <sighs> okay, can, may, may I just say, please, may I just say, I have no understanding of how Chris and Ophelia. Look like they've been out there for days, probably months at sea with nothing. And then you see Madison and her daughter looking like they just stepped off the pages of Elle magazine. Alicia's <laughs> <laughs> wearing lipstick. No, you didn't. She yes. was walking that runway, huh? Did you see a close up walking up? <laughs> Their eyebrows are on fleek. They got look like a little mascara. And I'm like, Ophelia and Curtis are looking like hell. And their, their hair, hair is curled. Yes! Teens like Ash need people to look up to. Yes, you do. Oh, my God. I was like, Madison's just gotten her hair recently redone. Or maybe the roots touched up a little bit or something. She's got nice little bouncy curls in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> More than likely, it's Maybelline. Hilarious to me. It's, it's so hilarious. Alright, Poppy, I want you to break it down. What, so what happens with these three visitors, anyway? What's going on? Okay, so who do we want to go with first? you want to go with the pregnant lady? Okay, so uh, we have Madison. She takes the pregnant lady down. She's going to clean her up because the pregnant lady's like, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding. And so she takes her down into uh, one of the, the deeper levels of uh, the yacht. She passes by Alicia, who's like, who, who are these people? And she's like, oh, you know, we're, we're helping them out. 
So she takes her into the bathroom, and I guess, you know, she's about to open the faucet to, like, you know, clean her up and all that kind of stuff, but then, bam, pregnant lady busts her head into the, uh, the mirror, the medicine cabinet mirror, and knocks uh, Madison down to the ground and then starts to tie her up. So, one down. <laughs> then upstairs, uh, as uh, like everything's going down, uh, we have Alicia shows up. And Alicia's like, uh, Jack? Jack? And then the other dude, his name is Reed, uh, punches Travis. And then shit starts to go down there. And while all that's going on, we have Strand who, you know, is already sort of frantic because these people are, are in there, and he, I don't know, I guess he, he has a feeling that these people are not good people. So he gets on, um, you call those a Zodiac, right? Mm -hmm. So he gets on a Zodiac, and uh, he uh, starts, um, you know, uh, um, taking the Zodiac away, you know, escaping from the yacht. And uh, so uh, we have Jack and Reed who figure this out, and they head on outside, and uh, they're, they're about to shoot him, but Jack can't do it. He's a little gun-shy, and so Reed uh, pulls his gun out and shoots twice. Once it hits, one hit Strand, and then one hits the Zodiac. Damn, Jesse McCartney. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and guys, did you notice that? I know Daniel did. He was wondering how all these people knew their names. What's up with that? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And but Alicia says I didn't tell them. Mm. No names. No names. So that's interesting. Yes, she did. Mm. I don't believe her. I don't believe her. Deidre, give us your conspiracy oh, theory. I don't have a conspiracy theory. I just I don't do. believe her. Ooh, go ahead. Ooh, give us your conspiracy theory, Legionnaire. I think. I think that Connor has Alex. Oh, that is beautiful. <gasps> but you think I Alex would you. remember everyone's name already? That quick? I, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, cuz she was she was all ready to be She's a capable yeah, woman. I, she would be smart enough to kind of, you know, get everybody's names and be ready to fold into the group until, you know, Strand cut them loose. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, maybe so. I was mm. thinking that they kept that, if the radar wouldn't pick up a boat that small, that one of them had circled around the Abigail one night and just like, sneaky sneak, listen to everybody. Mm. Mm, that's possible too. I like your theory better though. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. But they do say sound travels. Remember, they kept talking about how sound travels on the wave, so. Yeah, that's very mm. true. But I, I like yours too, Legionnaire. I really do. I'm with Ashley. And I was, and I was even more gratified when, when Yvette Nicole Brown had the same theory. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm smart. Oh, look I'm at smart. you being <laughs> twins with Yvette Nicole Brown. <laughs> I felt so smart. Right. Guys, are you cool with going the way the show did and just jumping in? You know, because there was like three storylines. Or do you want to keep on the boat or? I kind of want to do the flashback, Poppy. Whatever well, you want to do, do Deadly, we appreciate because you. Because I liked it. First off, we see like a newscast showing off the Kachirin, the floods. You remember that, guys. 
Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Strand, he's sitting at a bar sipping some whiskey, I believe. And uh, yeah. Maybe lemonade. Maybe lemonade. No. <laughs> and he's explaining that his father was a strip mall preacher and that he didn't know his mother. And the man with him explains that his mother was absent as well. And they joke about Strand's tie. Like he's like, oh, you must be from California, Doc, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they pouring drinks. They drinking. They drinking. They've they they been drinking. Drink. They've been drinking. <laughs> Doug Ray Scott. That is a very handsome Scotchman. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my teacher, you know his life story. <laughs> I like that guy. I do. He's very sharp. I like him as an actor. Yeah, so they keep drink, drinking and drinking. And uh, and he said something. Did you see this? I think he said it twice, actually. He said, when there's blood in the streets by land. Did you hear that, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first th- I think he actually said blood in the streets twice, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Strand reveals that everything he owns is submerged and beyond salvage. He's bankrupt and he has to begin again. And the other man kind of pities himself t- for having to deliver bad news. And uh, some. I was getting a little confused on this one, Poppy. He had basically <laughs> bought a lot of land in the Ninth War. Oh, okay. And so he basically has to not only like you know the people lost their houses in the ninth ward and so now he on top of that has to evict them basically so now they don't even have property anymore oh my god so they all flooded out and they don't have property right yeah danger that's a bitch yeah motherfucking bitch you beat oh man that was horrible horrible Mm. But so they still drinking and talking about this. And then, oh, this is what I like. Deidre, go ahead. What happened? He's all drunk. He's all drunk. Oh, see, why you have me do it? So he's all drunk. And Strand, Strand takes him up to the, to his room, right? <laughs> Numerous times I was like, oh, you're about to hit that. But takes him up to his room and uh, politely and nicely lays him across the bed and takes off his shoes and <laughs> takes off his jacket. When he was taking when he pulled him up to take off his jacket, I was like, Oh, are we the party's about to get started? But he's nice. <laughs> he took off his jacket. <laughs> and uh, and then he starts taking out his credit cards. Ooh. And he's like, I want this black one, this blonde one, this rude one. There was a black one. one. I saw the black one in there. <laughs> Yes. That's the best one, Ooh. Deadly. Yeah. Because it has unlimited funds. Yes. Wow. He was like, I'm all. Your- you know about that, Deadly. You got like five. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. So he takes them all, but then the guy wakes up. The Grey Scott wakes up and he looks at him and he's, he's like, um, do I want to remember this in the morning or something like that? And Strand just has this look on his face, like this little smirk. Right. I was like, oh. Maybe they are about to get crazy. Maybe they're playing a little role playing game. No, it was no role playing game. It was just pretty much, I'm taking your money, bye, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Deidre, this was not a porno. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a porno. I'm Listen, I have a big open mind, okay? I was just looking for something to happen with Strand. That's all. 
That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, I just picked up on the fact that he was very gentle with them, which told me, ding, ding, ding. Mm. Him gay. Him gay. So, wow. DJ was feeling that, and I didn't even catch that poppy. And we're going to find was, out. She was clocking. What she was clocking. I was later. clocking. Mm-hmm. It, it just had something mm-hmm. to do with the way he sat him up to take off that jacket. I was like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Mm. We're gonna have to talk about that later when we reveal the big reveal. <laughs> but when we reveal who's really sitting yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> right, but Strand, we go back to the here and the now, and he's in the middle of the ocean, and his little walkie-talkie's gone. No. no. <laughs> he was trying to dry it at first, mm-hmm. but then I guess he hypothermia or him being too weak or something. He he ends up dropping. He it. ain't got no bag of rice. Yeah, you do. You need the rice. You know yes. that, right, Deadly? Yeah. Yes, I do. I've I've told many of people about that and helped them. Mm-hmm. I really have. That's a good trick. Mahatma rice is the best. Mm. <laughs> is that right? No, I don't know, but that is a brand. <laughs> yeah, I just Mahatma. bought some the other day. Golden, golden. It might be Mahatma. Goya. Golden. It was golden rice. I don't know, Poppy. Four bucks. Be looking for rice. Oh, ooh, that's All a good right, deal. Yeah, big bag. All right, so back on the boat. <laughs> the, the these young men, that pop dude, uh, Ashley. Justin McCartney. Yeah. Well, what are they doing? You want to talk, or is it too much we talk about? Oh, oh poor Justin so. McCartney. <laughs> he was getting really, really vicious on the boat, trying to. Find out who had the keys and mm, where was the captain, mm-hmm. and we don't know. We don't know. Everyone, did, Travis was trying to fight with him because he was threatening Chris. Had a gun to his head. Oh, that's right. And then Travis steps up. He's like, you know what? Let me let me try to hotwire it. We don't know where the keys are. Strand is gone. Let me let me jumpstart it. Let me break into the. I don't know. I don't know how to jumpstart a car. <laughs> the motherboard. Yeah. All right. Now, wasn't this kind of funny, guys? Like last week, he was all about the pipes, and now he know now started to wires. Don't you think that's kind of funny? He knows. He everything, knows everything. DJ doesn't give him any credit. He don't have balls, but he knows how to do a lot. He can fix a sink. <laughs> he can jumpstart a boat. He's MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> Or or MacGruber. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but that one that Jesse Pop do. I don't what what is his name, Pop? I don't know these guys' names, but Reed. Reed. Is he, he's Reed. His name on the show okay. is Reed, and the other one is Jax, and the the lady is Vita. Yeah, he was this bitch with like Ophelia and pistol whipping Chris, and he was just doing too much, man. And, really and then was. Madison. Came up too. Pregnant one brought her up, and um, and then Jack's supposed to bring Alicia to go search the ship. What was the, what was that about? What are they searching for? I didn't get that part. They're searching for um, not like satellite phone, but like a like a something like that, mm. right? Yeah, like they was just looking for something that will help them. Oh, to call Connor. Yeah, to call to Connor, the big guy. Yes, there's a uh, Connor. The Connor is the leader. Okay. The, radio sh- the radio that Alicia was using to talk to Jack. Mm-hmm. All right, so they had to go look to that to talk to Connor, who's the big boss. So we're already hearing about Connor. Connor's like the uh, 
Who's that dude in The Walking Dead? The governor. Who's that? The governor. Yeah, the governor. Or the hipster or something. It's the bad dude. <laughs> the hipster. The governor. The He didn't look that hip. <laughs> and, oh, you wondered what's going on with Nick? He's still wandering around, slipping through fences, and he's looking for a certain address. And anyway, he's walking around. That's just if you're wondering, we'll come back to Nick though. <laughs> but he's he's just kind of wandering around, still bloody, guys. Yep, all gutsed out. Yeah, and he even walked by this one uh, walker again, some some female walker. Yeah, did, did y'all notice the first walker looked like Travis and the second one that he encountered looked like Ophelia? Mm, I thought really? that he was... Ha- yeah, the first time that we saw him. I didn't, that know, I didn't him. pay attention to that. Hmm. Yeah. When he was trying to kill the walker in the tent, like I thought it was a dream sequence. I thought that he was imagining his family had turned to walkers. It was so uncanny. Hmm. I like that I, word, un- uncanny. Uncanny. Like all right, guys, flashback time again. Strand time. And someone's knocking at the door. Legionnaire, you feel like getting into this? Later. Hmm? Oh. No, that's what oh, Strand later. said. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what? Who oh, you sounded like? You <laughs> and he, oh, he was in the robe, guys. He was all up in his robe. And he one of the shit. hotel robes. I've never he gotten was, in one of those. You guys ever get into a hotel robe? Deadly. I thought you stole one at every hotel. No, I haven't. In. I have a. Uh, well, I have a few. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> okay, well, it's Legionnaire then. <laughs> I have many, but I worked in the corporate office, so they were just like laying around everywhere. Yes, they, they feel very luxurious. Ooh. I'm going to get you, in one next time. Make, next time we go to makes Vegas. You, makes you feel fancy. Ooh. And so there's this. Until you realize <laughs> all the other people have used them as well. Yo. <laughs> Yo. So, so who's at the door, Legionnaire? Oh, it's it's the guy who uh, not who just who remembers him and and shows up with his with his buddy uh, Luis Luis Flores, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden he we we get that name, da da da, Thomas Abigail. Ah, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Thomas Ashley. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so so Strand breaks down his little his little scam. You know, he got uh he took what uh thirty thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt so that he can uh get back uh get back to where he was and but he said that um he claimed that he was gonna pay him back. He was gonna pay him back, but he had to, you know, hit him up and get his money and, and, and get himself going again. But uh, you know, Thomas said, well, of course you are. He said, um, but you just, you're going to have to become my business partner. You know, I like this, this scene, guys. It was, uh, pardoning you. I'm obligating you. Yeah. I like that. I like that whole thing. Cause I didn't even see it folding out that way. I thought that Luis guy was going to just like, you know, shooting something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't even see that coming. But uh, we 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 know why later on. But, right. But at that moment, you're like, what? Yeah, obligate, obligated. Mm-hmm. And then let's be honest. And then we see Strand. <laughs> Does he lose something else in the water? We see him back in the water in the air now. I thought he lost his 
phone already, but maybe this was the time he lost his phone. Yeah. He also loses the raft. Yeah, he was like, just kind of, there's another shot of him on the raft. And on the ship, our guy Travis, Deidre. Yeah. Deidre loves him. He's trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, rewire, how to start yeah. the ship. Yeah. And read. The man with the gun is getting a little frustrated. Travis explains to himself that, you know, he's going to have to override the system. But no, he, he can't do it from there. He got to go down to the engine room. Yeah. And, uh, I couldn't really tell Travis was really just kind of stalling for time or if he really was trying. I think it was a little bit of both. What do you think? Yeah. I thought he was going down there to, um, you know, unhook that gook thing again that the hand was in and just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> choke him with the hand. No, I thought he was going to throw the goop on him or something like <laughs> the bills. That was like the bilge, right? Or whatever it's called. I thought he was going to like throw all that crap on him and, you know, just utterly disgust him and throw him off and make him stinky and make him die of smell. I don't know. Poor Jesse McCartney. That would have been entertaining. <laughs> it would have been. I thought so. But yeah, Travis was stalling. He was stalling. He did a good job. Did a real good job. And uh, now Madison Daniel, there's plotting a way to escape to take on this pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Travis for a minute. He's just escorted by Madison. Distracts the woman by talking about her pregnancy. And what is this? My shower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know, but you need one. Oh. She probably did. <laughs> she was not a happy woman. <laughs> she was not. She's a bitter bitch. <laughs> I want this kid. She's like, I want this kid out of me now. <laughs> and um, and they were like really razzing on her like is the baby even still alive you know like the kind of mother you're looking to be probably come mm-hmm. out dead or something oh my god start eating it, you from the inside what if it turns on you <laughs> they were really working to push her buttons <laughs> that was a good time. team effort that was a beautiful team effort was it not <laughs> I, I think so I thought it was I was like man way to dig at her yeah yeah, give it up to Ophelia and Madison on that one. Because they double-teamed her, Poppy. They did. They almost gave her the three-hole punch. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Who lets him I have can't. that? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, a little side thing. I don't know if you noticed, but our no-balls, Travis, he, he's got some balls because he's, he hit a little screwdriver up his sleeve. What's up his sleeve? Mm-hmm. Mm, he doing a Carol. He doing a Carol trick. Yeah. He, he did. Yes. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. It must yeah. have been like the lingering effects of the balls being reattached before. Yeah, and then when he came back down again, I don't know what the heck happened, but somehow he was able to put it behind the cushion of Ophelia's cushion. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. He was slick. He was slick. All right, Ashley, you know I don't like all this stuff, this teenage stuff, so do you want to talk about... Uh, Jack and Alicia. You feel like talking about them? Oh, that. Oh, she's asking him, like, did you really bait me? And did you do all this stuff just to just to hurt me? Did you was anything that you said real? Anything at all? And he says, well, it really wasn't my 
my doing. I didn't have a choice, but maybe I can talk to this Connor guy and we'll keep you alive and, you know, you can stay with me. Yeah, and she she's trying to convince him to protect her family, too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And he's like, yeah, I, mean, I, I promise. I promise you. As long, you'll come with us and I'll keep your family safe. Mm. She learned from the Ophelia school of seducing uh, weak men in power. Oh my god, that's Madison school, not Ophelia's. <laughs> no, Ophelia seduced the army guy. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> and Travis has no power. <laughs> I forgot about that. Ophelia's pretty damn good. Yeah. I gotta give it up to Alicia this time, because she's kind of been the one I'm not feeling. And, uh, but I felt her this week. She came through. She got loose. She got loose too, Poppy. She got out of that. She got loose, <laughs> yes. Makeup is a powerful thing for women. When we get a full face of makeup on, we feel so into ourselves. We really do. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she was feeling so much power, you know, because they could all that makeup on her for the cover of whatever magazine. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking like some what one of them Jenna girls, that model Jenna girl, whoever that she is. Mm. Which one is that legionnaire? You know all your Jenners, the model. Oh, Kylie. If you say so, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where's Nick? Nick is out dribbling a ball, Poppy. You want to talk about that? Yes. <laughs> He's uh, dribbling a ball. <laughs> And he's out in the street, but he finally finds the um, the address that he's looking for, and um, you know he he sort of is like slowly walking uh, through uh, up up you know the like the porch type of area, and uh, we see like the windows are kind of like boarded up or taped up and that kind of thing. And um, he finally heads to the door, and he knocks on the door. And, uh, you know, he's like, hey, hello, hey. And then he gets snuck up from behind, and it's Luis with a gun. And Nick says that Strand sent him, and he even shows him the piece of paper, and he's like, look, Abigail, Abigail, you know, hey, I'm okay. And, um... And so, uh, all of a sudden, Luis starts loading luggage into his car and explains to Nick that this development was an Abigail home experience. And that, uh, and so and the, so he's like, you know, so are you the one that's going to get us across the border? And, and, and he's like, what do you mean, we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who is who is all of us? What you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously Strand did not mention... Did he, he did mention Nick, though, I think, right? Yeah, it was, uh, supposedly it was for two yeah. people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he kind of explains from two that his... Uh, well, first off, he didn't want Nick getting in the in the car. Oh, bloody, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about that, Poppy. Not, just like, whatever. Nick took a shower. Yeah, he didn't want him to get inside. He was like, you know, go use the last mm-hmm. bit of water pressure. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare touch my leather. <laughs> get yourself clean, fool. 
Exactly. And their little conversation, too, he mentions that the mother, his mother, who you don't want to mess with because she can handle herself from the apocalypse, she's out at the Baja mm-hmm. house. And so I'm guessing that house is the one they go into, right? Exactly. Where mama's at. And, uh, exactly. And so what's kind of cool is then, as he talks about his mama, then we see the mama in a flashback. And uh, Strand and Thomas. I know, a future love interest <laughs> for <laughs> Daniel. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Didn't even think oh. about that. Look at Hang you jumping on. ahead, Poppy. I like Hang that. on. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Wait a minute. Daniel needs to get. Since Deidre's since Deidre's oh, not on the show, no, Daniel needs no, a love no, interest. No, no, no. She's not a witch doctor, so I don't know. She is not, not a bruja. She looks like she will slice a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of woman Daniel needs. <laughs> <laughs> So Strand and Thomas are sitting outside. They're getting served by Luis's mother. Strand turns his attention to, to, to business. Thomas don't want to talk about business right now, man. Don't do that right now. We're in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, but I did like this because Thomas tells Strand, this is kind of like, a, what, what's that word, Poppy? I don't know. Discombobulated? No, well, that's a good word. But no, what? Foreshadowing. foreshadowing. This is like a foreshadowing. There you go. You know I love foreshadows. You do, and you love a good I callback do. and tidbits. But yes, <laughs> shout out to the tidbits. <laughs> I love how we're just giving all of Deadly's catchphrases. <laughs> but Thomas tells Strand that this place makes him feel like the rest of the world has fallen away, and they don't need it. Did you catch that, Ashley? Mm-hmm. Okay, now this is the first little moment where we start like, what is this? Because then they hold hands. I didn't know if it was a shake or a holding hand or what. I was a little confused at this moment, Poppy. Mm-hmm. And because he was like, and we we could have this view to ourselves. How are you going you know, to don't talk business? When I'm here, the, it, there's like nothing left in the world. It's like nothing really matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I could find a man that thinks like that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Deidre needs two of them. Indeed, I do. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go back to uh, that full read on the boat. He's telling Travis <laughs> to start the boat because Connor's arriving, and I think he does get a start, though, right? He does. Yeah, it makes the, the noise because initially Travis was like, "Oh, but you know, maybe we should wait till they get on the mm-hmm. boat." Because um, Travis, I'm not Travis. Uh, Connor is approaching, but then uh, Reed's like, "Don't be a pussy," you know. This is a yacht. It's not gonna shake. It's baby exactly. purr. <laughs> and so it's purring. It's purring, and Connor gets on the boat, Legionnaire. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they uh, kind of gets to the boat, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, he's only going to—he's only going to take Alicia and Travis. Oh, that's right. And, that's and, right. and leaving the others, uh, the others going to be left on the Abigail and told that they might be given the boat to um, go to shore. But uh, but Reed ain't feeling it. He doesn't—he doesn't believe him. He does not believe him, and uh, didn't want to leave any loose ends or anything like that. Yeah, this was a trip because Madison was, she was panicking for a minute. You, you guys noticed? She's mm-hmm. like, uh, nah, we'll, we'll just mm-hmm. go to the shore. Her baby. Let's swim her to the shore. Yeah. Have the damn Abigail. Have the Abigail. We can just leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, don't take my kid. Here, let me just give you everything. Take everything that don't belong to me. Take it all. Just give me back my kid. 
Just yeah. Give me my job. Give me but, my job. Uh, this is the time that Daniel frees himself just as the young man was uh, criticizing Connor or something. And uh, and at the same time, this is it's getting discombobulated here, Poppy. But but Nick and Lewis, they coming up at the same time. All right. Are you following mm-hmm. this? And they and the two pirates that stuck around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they heard the noise, so they went outside and they're ready to shoot mm-hmm. him. But then Lewis is like, "Is, is the redhead yours?" And because um, they had binoculars, and so Nick had seen the pirates, and so Nick is like, "No." None of the people with guns are our people. And so then, bam! Mm-hmm. One bitch down, bam! <laughs> bitch two's down, too. Crack shot. Crack yeah. shot. Man. And so Reed is shitting himself. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> oh, he's, he's crapping himself, and that gives, uh, gives our man uh, Salazar just enough time to make his move. And they grab him, and then our homegirl Madison is the one that impales him. She shanks him, yes! Yes, and Chris was taking out somebody too, right? Chris was like, you gon' die, you gon' die, you gon' die! (laughs) 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 He was so angry, like, you will die! Oh, I feel sorry for uh, your your pop star, Ashley, because I think in the next episode something bad is going to happen to him. Between Chris, Chris and our Salvadorian. What about homegirl Vita? Hmm. Oh, Vita. Yeah. Well, Vita he got... was a two-hit wonder back then. He'll be a two-hit wonder now. Ooh. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> Savage. I love it. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> all right, so that's all going down. And then, uh, Deidre, we know you weren't ready for the last flashback of Strand. Let, let's oh, put yeah. some little music on, a little soft music. <laughs> a little candlelight. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, talk to us, girl. Okay, so if <laughs> I remember this correctly, it is uh, Doug Ray Scott and, or I'm sorry, Mr. Abigail and uh, Strand in a room, and Strand is is like trying to leave to go somewhere. Go slow, and go slow, slow. We want to enjoy Angeles. this girl. Oh my God! Details. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he's uh, he's trying to leave and go somewhere in uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, Papi Chulo, and uh, Abigail is like, "Don't go, don't go, mi amor." <laughs> 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 because of the outbreaks there's no need to go you need to stay here with me and be by my side he is like I must but only for a day but I must go and he's trying so hard to convince him he's one moment just one step from tears falling from his eyes and he's like my love my love Ooh. don't do it don't do it <laughs> <laughs> this is like the telenovela yes. version <laughs> And he, and he takes his uh, hand and he pulls him to him and he's like, I will await your return. And she <laughs> was like, you know I'm coming back to you, baby. You know. I <laughs> <laughs> like uh, bated breath. And then there's the kiss. Mm. Whoa. Ooh, there was some fireworks. 
in everybody's house that was watching that. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I hope I'm not predicting this, but I bet you he's going to be infected. <gasps> he's going to be, like, dying. When he sees him? Abigail? Yeah, he's he's going to be, like, sick. <gasps> kind of like how um, no. Alicia's boyfriend was. Oh Watch if that happens. Oh, maybe that's why he's so desperate to get there. You're making too many predictions, Poppy, and I'm getting scared now. No, I'm trying not to make a prediction. that beautiful kiss. Come on. All right, guys, so did we see that coming? I did not catch that until afterward. I'm like, I should have saw all the hand holding all that and the and the way he handled him when he was drunk and, and all those little foreshadowing. But I didn't see it, Poppy. The hand holding sealed the deal for me. I didn't really see it. Uh, Deidre was seeing it with with him putting him on the mm -hmm. bed and stuff. I didn't see it then, but definitely, I mean, obviously the hand holding and and just the conversation, like you know, us and the view, and it's just us. Forget the world. I didn't but, even catch the hand holding thing. Yeah, I didn't even mm -hmm. think, yeah like I must the, have looked away. Yeah, once the hand, once they took hands, I was like, oh, okay. But guys, I'm okay. This is going on, but see, Strand, to me, I'm not. Yeah, I don't think he... I'm not going to label him gay. Because first off, Strand don't look like he likes labels. So, I just feel like he just does what he thinks he needs to do at the moment. Aww, seriously? Mm-hmm. I don't think he... I think he is in love with a man. I think he is in love with a man. I think he is as close to that as he can be but i won't say that he feels the way abigail feels i don't i don't believe that at all i i think i think the fact that strand growing up the way that he did i i think that he i think he a preacher I, kid yeah preacher yeah kid. And, and 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 the things that his father has told him as he was growing up i don't think that makes him somebody that's that can love like that Interesting, I, 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 I think mm -hmm. he i think he i think he cares about I think he cares about Abigail, uh, certainly in, in in that he's helped him get back on his feet and things like that and didn't put him in jail. But, you know, I, I think he's obligated to him. I, I don't know that I would say that he's in love with him. I so am just, team... Because that's a serious word. That's, that's, that's a word that, he, that he's used before. Because remember, he even said that to Chris. When he saved Chris, he told Chris that Chris... I mean, Nick. Or was it mm -hmm. Nick? That he was obligated to him now so yeah i, I think that plays into how he, I, I think that plays into how strand moves through life i am team deidre i do believe strand is a con man but i believe he genuinely has feelings for abigail oh I, yeah. he wouldn't be this um stressed out to to get to abigail if he was not in love with abigail yeah I, i'm not saying that he doesn't have feelings for him i i, I just don't uh, well deadly saying I, I, just, I just don't i just don't think it's as intense for strand as it is for abigail where does ash fall hmm. Hmm. ashley i think he does have genuine feelings but i have to agree that he it's not the same intensity Deidre, let's go have lunch together. <laughs> we'll leave them behind. But it's, it's, it's what you said, that um, that a man that came up in that upbringing that has that belief in his mind that, well, this is what I have to do to survive, and this is what I need to do, and this is what I need to do to do this and this and this. 
someone who takes initiative like that to cover his own bases doesn't get attached to someone that that deeply. Well, Deidre and I are the romantics on oh. this show, I, apparently. I, I really think that uh, Abigail was made the difference for him. I mean, I don't think I think Strand is the kind of person that's never allowed himself to love because of that upbringing. But Abigail, he fell for him. Uh, but with Deidre just broke yeah, it down. With all that day. being said. I do like the the twist. I do. I did like. I do. Yeah, that I did. I definitely Mm -hmm. appreciated it. Yeah, and so then Luis boards, and he's like, "We're Strand. We're Strand," and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck Strand! (laughs) Strand left long time ago. We don't need Strand." Um, um, even our homeboy, um, Daniel was like, "We don't need Strand. You got the people right here." (laughs) But Luis is like, "No, either Strand is going to Mexico." Mm Or nobody goes to Mexico. And um, so with the help of Madison, they end up going out to sea and finding Strand. And with the very little bits of uh, strength he has left, he, uh, with Madison's help, pulled himself onto another Zodiac. And uh, he has been saved from his home gr- with his homegirl, or by his homegirl, Madison. Yes, oh, yeah. indeed. Oh, that ends blood in the streets, which we all loved. Well, obviously, we're all loving it. Yes, thank you, writers. Good. God, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, do we want to find out what possibly happens in the next few episodes, Poppy? Yeah. Yes, I believe because it's do. time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Fear of the Walking Dead. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spicy spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash the rambling dead. All right. So I don't have a lot of spicy spoilers, as Deidre would say, but uh, we do have some interesting tidbits as deadly would say the um fear the walking dead showrunner was interviewed by entertainmentweekly.com and here's what dave erickson had to say they actually asked him some really good really interesting questions and i liked his answers to a lot of them so i want to go over a couple of them and see what everyone thinks so uh, the first one uh, that I thought was interesting was uh, about the um, sort of like the like the, the Connor and and this person uh, who's in charge. He they actually ask him, "What can you say about this guy Connor who leads the group that takes Travis and Alicia?" And here's what uh, Dave Erickson had to say. What you get in Connor's group with Connor and Reed and Jack, and we talked about it before, I think there are some people who were sort of primed for the apocalypse, and I think Reed is a little bit, there's an edge and an anger and a manipulative quality, and he is somebody who embraces this new world. And then Connor is kind of walking a line. Connor is somebody... And Reed speaks to this at the end of the episode. We'll learn much more about 
what they come from and what their situation was pre-apocalypse when we get to a later episode. But he's basically got a group of people that he's put together. He has a base of operations we'll come to find, and he's trying to survive. And one of the things this particular group does, and this is what we set up in the premiere, they try to isolate vessels that are either boats that they can live on or boats that they can steal from. And it's pretty simple. Connor is somebody who has, who is a good manager, but he's also someone who hasn't fully embraced the ugly side of the apocalypse. He leaves Reed to that. <laughs> Interesting. They also ask about Strand. Let's talk about Strand now. He abandons the ship, he takes off in the raft and gets shot at, and then we start to get some flashbacks. So obviously he's been a mysterious guy, and we've got a few clues here about his past, but not much. So tell me about this decision now to show us Strand's backstory. And he goes on to say, It's part of the larger arc of the season. It was important at a certain point. What I like is it's really a story between Strand and the audience at first. It's really a story about him in a position where he thinks he's going to die. His raft is going down, hypothermia is beginning to set in, and it's him remembering what got him there, and it's also laying track for what's to come down the road. But we revealed that Abigail is a man. Abigail is another person in his life that he met and fell in love with and built this relationship with and then essentially became business partners, partners in life, partners in business. And it's really setting the stage for the revelations that are going to come later in the season. I think Coleman Domingo plays those moments really beautifully and it was just an interesting relationship and an interesting backdrop for an understanding of who he is because up to this point, We've introduced a strand who is somewhat maniacal when he needs to be and can be incredibly cold when he needs to be. And this is an indication of a more emotional side to this guy. And seeing that side of him, you begin to better understand his relationship as it develops with Madison moving forward because we will see a friendship growing between the two of them. Up until this point, it's been more political. It's been how do we manage this? How do we maintain this fragile alliance? for the betterment of the entire group and eventually we're going to see that relationship evolve as well i think it was important that we began to see him as somebody who had vulnerability somebody who actually had a person in the world one person in the world who he cared about i think it layers in something that in my mind balances off who strand is see he will be the one who will help chris come out of the closet Oh my gosh. I'm just saying. And so they also ask, because Strand does have the scam artist feel to him, especially with the way he steals Thomas Abigail's credit cards, there was a little part of me watching this saying, is this all a scam? Does he actually love Thomas or is he just using him? But you're confirming that, yes, he does have legitimate, real human emotions and feelings for this person. Dave Erickson's answer is this. Yeah, and what's interesting to me about 
that dynamic is, and he says it later on, it's almost as though Abigail and Strand coming off of their first encounter had something of an understanding. And when Abigail shows up later and they discuss what Strand has done with the card, I mean, the reality is Abigail never turned the card off. He never called the company and said, my card has been lifted. So I think there's sort of an unspoken agreement between the two of them. And when Strand says in that subsequent scene, he's going to pay it back with interest, I think that was his intention all along. Deep down, I think they both wanted to reconnect at a certain point and they did mm, yummy now let's talk about the future because they ask about what's going to happen next uh, we have travis and alicia separated from the rest of the group now what can you tell us about what we will see in next week's episode he goes on to say there's a big shift that goes on between episodes four and five, starting with the fact that Madison, when everything comes to a head and Travis is gone, Alicia is gone, she still stops to rescue Strand. I think there is a practical side to that because she knows the end game, which is Mexico. She knows that the end game is this compound, this home that Strand has promised them. So I think we see a redefinition of the relationship between Madison and Strand. And then we're going to get some answers to those questions you were asking before about how did Jack and Connor and Reed know so much about the Abigail and how did they seem to know it as intimately as they do. A lot of that will come into sharp relief when we get to episode five. Ooh. <laughs> yep. And the next episode, episode five, is titled Captive. And, just an FYI, and I'm saying this for uh, Legionnaire's excitement, Alex is listed in the credits. <gasps> Yay! Yes! I like Alex. What about burnt Justin Bieber? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no crispy beef. <laughs> yeah. And she's also listed for episode six as well. I'm just saying. Alrighty. So, we'll see more of Alex in the next couple of episodes, which I know we're all excited about. So, those are all the spoilery tidbits, the spicy spoilers that I have for you, Uncle Deadly. Thank you, Poppy. And you romantics, non-romantics. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Fear the Rambling Dead. You can visit the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download this episode and many more. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com forward slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast through iTunes. Just search for Fear the Rambling Dead and subscribe, please. And please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash the rambling dead. Like Poppy Chula Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Poppy Chula Radio. Legionnaire, you better begin all this. I'm not going to repeat myself. <laughs> Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. Hey, are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Romantics, non-romantics, email talent at poppychularadio.com. Later. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, co-host, any last words? Say goodnight, last words, anything? I look forward to the next episode. I am so hyped for the next episode. Mm -hmm. I'm a Deirdre. Vita's going down. Yes, yes, yes. thanks. Good night, Ramblers. Good night, Ramblers. Thanks for tuning in. Ciao, ciao. Good night, guys. Join us every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of Fear the Rambling Dead. Good night, Legionnaire. And just when we thought Nick's wardrobe was bad when he was wearing old man clothes, <laughs> we get more blood and guts. But he did get a shower and, and, and get some uh, cool threads again, so, or rather, some cool threads, period. <laughs> exactly. Hi, guys.